everybody welcome to improv faq at length this is a series of longer conversations about improv topics that have lots of questions surrounding them i'm james quesada and i'm bob wick <clears throat> and we are going to talk about uh in this episode the short-term future of improv we just kind of want to check in and update and speculate about what another six months of theaters being closed potentially it looks like and you know one of our first episodes of improv faq at length was on virtual improv and how people were quickly adapting yeah. to doing virtual improv and it was fascinating and interesting and cool and exciting to see how quickly some communities were were doing that and there's been a whole slew of things going on in that realm only, only very little of which Bob or I have really been, participated in or, or, or seen, yeah. but some enough of it to talk about what's been going on in the world of virtual improv. And also, you know, on, on the show, it's, I guess it's kind of like a, like a sensitive subject, um, but there's been theater closures um, and, yeah. you know, so I, we're just going to kind of talk about what, we what we're feeling about that whole situation and what that means for um the short-term future until um any kind of normalcy starts to creep back in um but uh, while but, we're talking if i mean this is a this is a conversation so please feel free to 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 leave comments or ask questions uh we would love to hear what you're what you're thinking we have a couple people watching right now and we'd like to hear what you think about what can we do to improve things or, or just like bring attention to things that are going on that, that maybe you're not getting as many eyes as it should. Yeah. Especially in that realm of virtual improv shows, if there's styles or kind of bag of tricks, techniques, on <laughs> for, for, formats and whatnot yeah. that you've seen in, in virtual improv, uh, please, please share because it's still it's, it's it's very new. And even if we were making a, a, a heavy effort to see as much as possible, we couldn't possibly see <laughs> enough yeah. to, enough to really know it all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, where 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 should we start here, Bob? What, what generally like? Um, I guess the thing is that like major theaters and venues um, are are closed until the summer i think yeah and and uh some some At smaller least. venues yeah, yeah some smaller venues were getting permission to uh open up and, and i think it just varies from like state to state and maybe even like county to county in those states but like right. um uh some venues were getting permission to open back up uh, i know some, like stand-up places were finding ways to do things outdoors um yeah parking and, lot performances have become very popular uh, yeah. So. And I think there was uh, at least one theater in um, Florida that was doing uh, uh, improv shows with, you know, capacity limits and um, precautions and all that. And uh, so, you know, it, it started to kind of maybe seem like some people were going to see if they could safely yeah. do shows. Um, but then, you know, we hit this new spike and it seems like things are going to get squashed and shut down. down unfortunately yeah um, um so yeah yo what are your what are your what are your feelings like at the moment about i don't know how long I, it's I, been and how long it's going to last i hope well i, I really hope the, like the you know vaccine is is something that is true and working and something that can be you know, an effective way to getting things back or too close to as normal as, as we would like. So we can open these theaters. Um, but for right now, I think Dave Chappelle has the only like, model of how a show should be ran safely, you know, um, it's smaller capacity, but in a, in a big open space, uh, everything's, you know, basically, you know, quarantine and sectioned off. So, you know, no one's, no one's bumping into each other. Um, 
And unfortunately, these smaller theaters don't have that capacity or it wouldn't be a, a strong business model to operate in that way because the overhead would be too much. So Yeah. And also, yeah, as the cold and flu season comes along, it's coming right. with the cold weather. Like, um, yeah. so outdoor options are harder to pull off unless you're going to do like a heated tent, um, which again is like a, a monetary budget for even trying it. Um, and then people are probably going to be less and less likely to think, oh yeah, I'll go see an outdoor show. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's 45 degrees out. I'll go, I'll go see an outdoor show. Maybe, maybe I, again, this just takes like, like a, like a too much space, more space than most theaters have access to. But like, you know, the um, car in your car sort of drive in, experiences are are a thing that you know that's how they're doing yeah. like the um but speeches uh, during the also election. like you have to think about the performers you know um most performers could improv isn't their main job so it, it's not like going to work it's you know something we do we don't get you know we don't really get paid to do it uh this is more like just more of a passion um so some of us won't be as willing to get on stage and mix it up with our friends, unfortunately, you know, not because we don't yeah. want to, which is, you know, like, you know, depending on yeah. what their situation is, it might not be the best decision for them morally to, to get a jump on and interact with a bunch of people, you know, even if you're, you are friends and everything, it's not, it's not about trusting your friends. It's about not trusting this virus. You know. Yeah. Well, even then, though, like I think I think it's fair too to say that like the risk reward, or not right. not even risk, the risk reward thing is is about is more about the virus. Yeah. Um. But but it's also like an enjoyment factor. It's it's like right. what am I going to do? You know, is is it going to be? It's it's like I wonder for some of these theaters that have um had small audiences uh in in recent months uh probably probably not a ton of them if any doing it right this moment but like uh small capacity theaters um who have tried opening their doors like uh are they getting like super small audiences like are they are they reaching the capacity that they're giving themselves or or what and 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 like i don't know for some again for some uh performers who are at a theater where you're not getting paid, you definitely want to support the theater, but it's like, am I going to one perform to a small, small crowd? If we're trying to some outside and it's that cold, right. am I going to like wear a jacket and perform? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, there's a whole mix of like, is it worth it, you know, on the performer side to, to consider too, um, which I don't think has a, has a ton of pro, uh, pros on the list, you know? Right. Um, so let's talk about what has been working, like virtually. Like it, it's, I know there's been a lot of cooking shows, which I was wasn't too surprised. But I was like, wow, like I've, I've seen a lot of kitchens lately. <laughs> yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. I you know what has been working. Um, I, I think I think. Honestly, like, like I, I saw the home team, um, and I'll list, I'll hear uh, Julia do uh, shows um, yeah. with the magnet and stuff, and like, I, I think what's one thing that's working is is it is an audience sort of um, normalizing this format, um, right. and uh, I, I I have found myself where I was previously just kind of like weirded out by the two dimensionalness of it, yeah, warming up to it more and more just uh, casually seeing stuff like the, the home team show I thought was really great. Um, and uh, Julia's magnet shows are, are really fun. Um, and I've, I've been actually kind of surprised. Um, and maybe it is just kind of like, it's so it's, it's so much more like focused to, to be staring at the screen um, that like, and without the pressure of like a real actual live audience, yeah, I, I've been surprised at how like clean some of the scene and dialogue exchanges have been. That like, oh, this is a really like there's a higher percentage of coherent scenes that 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 really build line by line. Like, um, I, I right. personally haven't seen a ton that like falls apart 
uh, dialogue wise as quickly or easily as some of the, you know, throw together shows. Yeah, on I, agree. I agree. I think most of that is because you, you're not having to do as much physical work. You're, you know, you're not, you don't have to utilize your space. Most of the time you're either sitting or standing in front of your, your laptop performing to that rather than thinking about object work or standing on the back line or, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing going on. Uh, so you can just sit there and listen. Uh, I think also, you know, with the previous development of uh, how zoom used to be, how hard it was to over talk, yeah, people had to learn how to give and take a little bit better. So I think there, I think there's been some really cool skills developed in the last six months that has really helped the, the development of uh, the the online improv. Yeah, I agree. And um, so let me check in real quick with uh, Luane, who I believe is out in Vegas. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, Luane. But uh, Luane says. Uh, we do talk intermingled with with scenes and songs. Not sure if it's actually working uh, as well at Man Candy. Um, can you elaborate on that, Luane? Are, are you doing like you have like an accompanist uh, uh, or like a piano player or something while you're doing scenes virtually, um, or like how, how are you using talk and scenes intermingled with songs? Um, curious about that. And uh, in the in the meantime, while you um, elaborate, I uh, Pete and I have been doing uh, Go Labs short form, yeah. and uh, I know PJ's been doing some some short form shows here and there too. And I think short form is actually a great uh, type of performance for um, for virtual. We we've been toying around with like with like uh, specifically in Streamyard. There's some cool uh, pieces of production that we try to use that I think have worked um, pretty well. And it's actually, it's been really fun to see Pete, who was always our guy in the tech booth, um, or like the main tech manager, stage manager uh, for Go Comedy, um, starting to learn the tools and the oh, tech yeah. that's available in StreamYard and start to put yeah. those to use. Um, yeah, he's really getting really good with the StreamYard stuff. Because I remember when we first started doing that for like Digi bits and everything like i mean he was good but like the stuff he does now is a little more complicated and he's progressing i also heard he's doing a little more with like uh learning about graphics and stuff like that so he's picking up some some cool stuff man that's it's been wild yeah yeah for sure and um and i think it's fun to kind of like just play around with those pieces of of uh tech available on whatever platform and there's also like uh auxiliary apps um I know there's uh, some popular ones from a, a company called Ro Rogue Amoeba um, that are like um, uh, Farago, this uh, app called Farago. You can kind of uh, set up music cues and stuff. If oh, anybody's okay. familiar with, if any, if anybody who, who is more familiar with like uh, working um, stage tech, you might be familiar with Q Labs. Uh, and Farago is kind of like Q Labs where you can kind of line up um, snippets and, and uh, cues and, um, attach them to shortcuts and, and whatnot. Uh, but it's much more conducive to live stream. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's sort of simplified and user friendly. Uh, and then you can like route your audio uh, in, in such a way that, um, you know, everything that you're doing through your live stream platform is uh, also going to run through those sound effects that, that app. Um, and so that, that can be uh, kind of fun and useful. Pete's yeah. been using that to do like music cues where we would usually do music cues in, in short form games uh, for like line games after a punchline or um, in transition and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking like how, how great it's been like, um, well, you know, all the development of the apps and this, the improvements and, in, in zoom or, you know, streamline or what's it called? StreamYard. I can't get them confused. Yeah. Yeah, names. Uh, stream live. Live stream, stream. Live stream. Like you kids with your apps. Uh, yeah. uh, but like people, people's own equipment too. Like their personal equipment. I've noticed a lot more microphones. Everybody's getting a snowball or, you know, something the equivalent to um, better webcams. Because, yeah, at first it was pretty sketchy. Uh, people trying to use uh, old outdated equipment or, you know, and not having microphones 
uh, and the sound quality was really subpar. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there's a whole world of like, um, so I, 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 the main thing that I'm going to say here is that like, we said this early on too, but like this situation is really going to force yeah. like this big tech boom, uh, specifically yeah. for live stream communication. Um, and these, these, uh, live stream companies are going to be, um, enabled by the demand of it all. Uh, and I'm sure money, um, to, uh, keep developing very quickly how yeah. clean audio and video can come through uh, and um, deliver all these different things. But people are also doing that too as, as uh, yeah. consumers are like, well, I want to participate. And then, yeah, they'll pick up a decent microphone. Um, and there's also like a whole world of uh, platforms and and um, software that uh, is meant to like network and produce things. Um, it is. Yeah, it's becoming more affordable. Uh, yeah. It's it's great. Uh, I was talking to a friend. He's uh, at work. He's he's in a band, uh, and he was talking about there's there's a new a new stream thing that's developing, so bandmates can get together and play music at the same time. Because that's been an issue with lag and whatnot. Because the the way they've been doing it before is okay. Uh, drummer, send me a clip of your your beat. Cool. I'll lay my baseline under like almost doing like an eight track system piece by piece, uh, but they're developing it now where everybody can play or try to play at the same time, which if they can get that down, that's going to be huge, you know, because then you can do like a musical accompaniment and just build a full sound wall if you would. And that's going to just increase the, the production value of your shows. And it's going to be really cool what people can do with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, like, like you said, it's already come a long way in the first, um, seven months of, yeah. of this, uh, people are giving themselves a resource and, and also finding new software like that, no matter what it's intended for, like if it's intended for a yeah. movie or whatever, like improvisers have been finding stuff that's like meant for other things and been like, we can use this for, you know, something fun for our show. Uh, and so, yeah, I imagine like as soon as the band thing, uh, for rehearsals is done, then improvisers would be like, we can do musical improv now. Yeah. Uh, which is great. Bring back rock um, That'd be dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I feel like uh, maybe I'm missing one thing. Uh, oh, oh Luane got back to us. Uh, let me pull this up. Ooh, this is, okay. So Luane says um, piano works really well, uh, better than tracks, which, which can be uh, ran through a different line, but sometimes cut. Uh, Complications. Sorry, just taking a beat to, to read this through and then I'll paraphrase in a moment. Oh, I can hear the cat. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. So yeah Ju cool. Julia and I are uh, watching a cat for a week and um, <laughs> he's uh, he's getting comfortable and um, creating a little bit of mischief and also a little bit of uh uh, whining when we lock him out of the room, <laughs> which is cute, but he can't be in here right now. Damn it. Um, okay. So, uh, Luane, basically you're, you're, you're saying, um, piano works well when you have it, but you don't always have it. And then, uh, when you're using tracks, uh, for audio, um, sometimes it'll, uh, not sync up with, um, yeah. with people as well, which that, yeah, that actually surprised me too. I mean, like, uh, I think that like uh, I haven't seen like musical improv that 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 was like um, one person playing a piano on on one from one location and then the rest of people following along with it because the right. delay is like inevitably off enough to make it kind of wonky. I haven't I haven't seen it like like done uh, perfectly um, by any means, but um, I, I I think that that's pretty going to be coming soon um if if there aren't already people uh doing it so yeah um, Luen, that, that show sounds pretty cool um leave a uh leave a link in the comments so we can check it out please i'd like to see that let me see what you're doing out there um yeah yeah um yeah so and then what what else is uh has working have you seen anything else bob that that's been like um, interesting or heard of anything else? I've, I've been I've been watching the the some of the Planet Ant stuff. I've um, been watching a lot of uh, uh, Jeff and I can't think of his his girlfriend's name. Um, Jeff Orts, um, 
and I can't think of her. I can, I can see her face, but I can't remember her name. And they've just been doing uh, like a, another cooking show, uh, which, but they're vegan. So it's kind of fun because they're both comedians and improvisers and they just, you know, they, and you can see the relationship, you know, on camera. It's just really cute. Um, Talk about Jeff and Esther. Yes, thank you, Esther. Like God, I was bothered. <laughs> like I could see, like I could, I could have painted her picture, but I cannot. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I suck at names, man. It's yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Jeff and Esther, they did. They've been doing a lot of cool work. Jeff himself, like he, he's been really utilizing um, Instagram and stuff to to create a lot of cool content. Um, he's got a show that just, just talks about like the news and. You know everything that's you know that needs improvement, and it's and you know he's always he's a really funny guy, so it's always interesting. I like you know I do like my news with a little bit of comedy because it's it's rough out there. So yeah, you know if you can if you can you know put a spoonful of sugar with the uh, the mess in it, it's helpful. Yeah, and um, there's definitely been a, a lot of really fun and interesting i mean like digi bits i thought was such a great um thing too like oh yeah in terms in terms of like using the, this this platform for like produced content um uh or or unscripted but like non-scenic stuff i, I think i think it works really great um and that people have been doing really cool stuff i, th I think doing like improvised scenes is is still like the uh, the bigger hurdle to to do in um yeah a really uh, the most gripping way, but I, I so I want to bring up uh, Isaac now because we, we we shot Isaac a text uh, our buddy Isaac Kessler um, to see if he would be able to jump on here, uh, but he hasn't gotten back to us. So I'll just uh, uh, Mr. Shot something. Isaac. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one shot, man, one shot, but, bud, sir. So <laughs> Isaac is very tech savvy. Yes, and he has. Um, He's this combination of uh, software that he uses. Uh, he uses like some web plugins, things like snap filters, where uh, right. you can kind of just do like silly uh, Snapchat type things, um, uh, cartoony animations based on what ex facial expression you're making and all that. Um, and some green screen effects. But he also has like a green screen uh, bodysuit that he that he wears that he can kind of like paste. He can kind of layer yeah. one background with a different bodysuit animation. Um, and then he can also take people's uh, faces and use them. I, I, I don't know if he's creating like a, like a custom um, uh, snap filter through some web plugin like really wow. quickly, but but uh, I was, we were bullshitting around with him and, and he like took Ken Hall's face and like put it on, you know, as an animation and was like talking oh. through it. It was like, it was like, um, uh, just it was just wild it was like yeah. this is crazy and he he joined for go labs once and he just like seemed to be cycling through all these different um sort of digital costumes and uh i just thought it was so cool and what i want more than anything is to see a whole team of improvisers uh that are doing that that can kind of right. like make this sort of improvised digital uh batty cartoon um right. i think oh, that would be so fun I think about like um, with that they used to do the whole Brady Bunch show, which was a, a not well. It, it was loosely improvised. It was based on they would go, they'd watch an episode of the Brady Bunch, and then they would improvise loosely like the the beats, uh, and that's how we got the Brady Bunch movie. If someone were to do that with old television now, you know, just bring back the retro stuff and then grab the actors, you know face and put it on your own so you could play the character that'd be really fun you know yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think that and again it's 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 got to be uh it's so bittersweet I, every time i talk about this stuff i'm like i'm excited for the sort of like uh what do they say necessity is the mother of in, uh invention right. um and so it's like for as long as we need to do things this way there's going to be really cool developments which are very exciting it's just so unfortunate that, that that the need, the reason behind that need, is so dark. Um, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, the fact of the matter is that 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 since it does look like it's going to be another six months or more, and uh, uh, Luane also commented with uh, some stats on um, all the 
types of vaccines that are being worked on. And I, and I also hope that, th that it will change sooner than six months. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, e even if, even if things go back to uh, somewhat normal, I, I think that like, uh, it's still going to be, people are still going to be wary about going packing out, out and, uh, a theater, yeah. um, for, for a little bit. So it's, it's just not going to feel natural. Uh, yeah. I was watching the Borat movie and this like watching him interact with like and just seeing groups of people on screen without their mask on. It was <laughs> it was uncomfortable. And, like, even though it, like I'm I wasn't there. I don't know. So, yeah, it is. It's, like, it's so funny yeah. to see like new movies come out or 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 TV and then be like, uh, when was this film? They're like, like, yeah. how many people are <laughs> Um. Or even, or not even like new ones. Sometimes, like, sometimes we watch something old, and I'll and I'll get this visceral reaction from seeing uh, people breathing too close to each other and being like, "Yeah, oh, oh, calm oh. down." It's this was <laughs> fictional and a while ago. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I think uh, that would be the my like uh, wish list of of what to see developed first. I think music is a really cool thing that will probably be the thing that that um kind of gets unlocked at a next level first right. but i think this like digital um sort of digital oh. costuming would be my wish for what I comes can... next for improvisers i would i would love do that you have too. do you have like a other things on, on your list that you would love to see honestly likewise? even if people just learn how to change up their background um because i think i just me from a visual point of view seeing you know, six people with six different back. I, I, I'm always looking to see, Hey, what's that picture on your wall? Like, you, like I, that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm always looking at stuff and I uh, have, I had a hard enough time paying attention when I'm supposed to be in the first place. So yeah. I, I would, I would like that. And I think that goes with what you just said. Um, honestly, it would be nice if there was a way for the, to hear the audience reaction. Uh, I know they try to do that on SNL with the weekend update. They had people on there laughing and stuff. It just <laughs> it felt it felt weird. I wish yeah, it was a it better. Uh, I know that it, with the rest, uh, I watch wrestling. They they built the whole stadium specifically for wrestling with the so the audience can react. Can react. And it's uh, it's just a bunch of screens with different people and oh, their their whole thing. Like yeah. Yeah, because I've seen I've seen like like spectator sports like that where they where they have like on the jumbo screen um, like a Zoom call. Is that is that what you're talking about? They'll have like different screens of people. Yeah. Uh, so WWE has um, I forgot. I think it's the Staples Center down in in Florida because the McMahon in the Republicans are tight. Um, and Florida is a very Republican state. They they've they've rented out the stadium for as long as this pandemic is going on and they they've totally made it a, a wrestling uh i think they call it the thunderdome so okay. like like there's a whole bunch of led screens and stuff like they do a lot of cool stuff with it too like the graphics and stuff wrap around the ring and everything it's it's really wild uh but during the matches you yeah you you see a bunch of people zoom in to watch different matches and stuff um and you can't really hear their applause. I think that's like hand applause, but you can, but I think they're coached them up to, if they like something, they have to physically put their thumbs up. And if they don't like it, it's, it's this. So when the bad guy comes out, you just see a bunch of people like, Oh no, it's, it's it, as cheesy as it is. It's very satisfying because before, is there somebody, wait, it, wait, wait, wait. So, so, so you got a whole screen of people going like, no, is there like a sound mixer somewhere being like, like, okay, it's like, it's like 70% no's and then like 30% I, cheers. I believe that. <laughs> I believe that's a thing. Yeah. Line probably... <laughs> that's really funny. Cause I, so I, I, um, Julia and I were watching the women's national league, uh, for soccer and, um, uh, and I think it was overlapping. There were there were there were two leagues going on at the same time. One of them was using a a, uh, a audience track uh, to to like um, basically have have a live studio audience reaction, and, and it was like it was so weird to me. And um, I was fast. I was more fascinated and distracted by it than um, than I should have been for like you know right. watching the game or whatever. But but like. When once once uh you know 
somebody with the ball got past a certain point um, or, or toward the goal, they would like sort of amp up the the, the crowd reaction. And it's like, this is so weird. I, like, is this yeah. making any, this is, it's just weird to me. And then I think, I think it was a WNBA uh, that had none of that. Um, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that like watching sports mm-hmm. that I need the packed house feel personally. I can see how it would be different for, for, um, for wrestling though, because it is much more like theatrical and to the audience than sports. I can just watch sports on mute. And if if I'm, if, if I'm going to watch sports, which I honestly don't often, I can do it on mute and still be care, care about it. Well, plus wrestling is scripted. So whoever's running the board can have like, well, this is when Roman Reigns comes out time to hit the boo button. All right. You know, so yeah. it, 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 they could they have the benefit of coercing it to make it sound more natural than this like oh someone's got the ball hit the button <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah but that would that would be cool I think that would add something to uh, improv because it's it, it's hard to well I don't know do you think that 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 um, do you think there's any benefits to not having it because I, I said earlier about like there's been in my observation. Um, I would say a higher success rate of like having a coherent scene where people are listening and using right out the right. gate at, at all levels of experience, you know, in, in like mm-hmm. j- uh, jams and class workshop, uh, as well as like live stream shows. Um, uh, I've just noticed that that's better. And I wonder if, if it is because well, you're not I, to get the audience reaction. Yeah. But I think about what, like we were talking to um, Oliver about how the fourth wall really isn't that important and with with doing stuff online it's like the ultimate fourth wall because we don't know what's on the other side we can't we can't see through it so not hearing the action you don't know what to play in i mean you're you have instincts but you i don't know i like i like feeding an audience and i like denying an audience long enough so for them to really want something and then give it to them you know uh you're just playing on instincts and there's nothing wrong with that I, I, there, there's plenty of talented people uh, out there who can do it but i I'm, i really miss that aspect of performing like antagonizing the audience and then finally you know giving them what they want and then them thanking me for making them wait that long it's it's the greatest feeling and you don't really get that on zoom yeah, yeah. I, I suppose uh, if you're gonna have it, use it. I, and I know that yeah. it's been a, a, like a sort of a stylistic conversation of like some mm-hmm. uh, one type of improviser would rather have that feeling of a fourth wall and keep it more theatrical, for lack of a better term, that the more as if it's written. Um, and uh, other another style would prefer to like. Um, be more loose and sort of like uh, yeah. ha- have an overhead, this this feeling over of an overhead eye and, and, and an audience inclusion. Um, and uh, so I guess it, it kind of depends on which camp you fall into on that spectrum. I think people who would prefer to have it be more of a feeling of a, of a fourth wall maybe are, are yeah. getting the reps that they're were hoping for or... Uh, or I, I wonder, I guess, you know, no, uh, but, you're but right. I think it, you're right. If, if you're going to have audience reaction, if that does become available and, and you let the audience in, I would say definitely use it, play into it. Right. I guess like, it's like what that great improviser said, don't let a carpenter tell you where your stage ends. So <laughs> <laughs> that was, we should make a list of your, of your quotable quotes. On, uh, <laughs> such a bullshit. <laughs> in these but yeah. So I'm just thinking like, this is like, Adjacent to that, like you know, the internet's telling me we're 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 at who who I can hear and who I can't hear, and it's it's it can be frustrating. Uh, but I, it's not the worst. It's not impossible to perform. Uh, like conversations like this are going on, and I love that. Um, I'm just saying, like if I could do something to the internet or to the show to improve it, for me, uh, my experience, I, I would let the audience in. Yeah, that, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, again, just based on personal taste, that's right. what I would 
yeah, love to have, especially for like the, the short form stuff for GoLabs, you know, we right. do, it's it's like line games just don't have the same uh, impact. We, we keep everyone right. on screen for, for line games and then like other cast members will laugh and stuff. And that's great. But um, yeah, I think for like presentational non-scenic short form, um, it's so much harder to, I wonder, I would really want to know from standups too. I've seen some, some people do like live Stand up. I'm like, how yeah. do you know what's working? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, and you know what? Some other audience mem- members need the permission to laugh from the audience. Like some people are just not comfortable yeah. laughing out loud. I mean, you, you've been in the theater enough times on that back wall. I will. I I applaud until people learn it's okay to applaud. Use their applause as, as well, and yeah. then I back off. It's. You know, people, some people don't know how to act in a theater and I'm, I'm not d- taking a dig at it. It's just, you know, some people are polite and if they don't allow themselves to enjoy themselves because they don't want to be disruptive or anything like that, when just having a good time is totally cool and exactly what we want you to do when you come to a theater. So, yeah. So I, I, I so I'm thinking like there might be a case of people taking in the content and not enjoying it as much as they can because, you know, or it might be the opposite. They might be more comfortable in their own home watching this. So I, you know, I know I haven't took a survey yet. <laughs> so Again, I, don't know. I, I, th- I think it's, it's like, uh, just like for performers, I think it's a matter of taste for audience too. Cause you know, some people would still prefer the network sitcom that does have a live studio audience um, yep. as a viewer to laugh along with, with that laugh track and others you know, once things like Arrested Development and The Office started becoming like more of the norm sitcom, um, I, I feel like a lot of more people were like, I like that because they're not uh, patronizing me by telling me when to laugh or thinking I don't know what's going to yeah. be funny. You know what I mean? So I think some people for for these types of shows would would also, um, you know, be be at least comfortable, if not, you know, it's probably rare that people be more comfortable. <laughs> right. I mean, like, thank God I, I, I can watch it from my laptop now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's probably a, a minority of people, but um, so yeah, let's, uh, I guess let's just, I, 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 it's a pretty depressing topic, but like the amount of theaters that have uh, had to give up their spaces or, or, or close, yeah. um, has been tough to watch and I'm sure I, I can't imagine what it's like to be, you know, the community leaders or, or uh, employees and owners of these places. Um, yeah. But like, uh, I, I just, I can't help but think like, what, what is it going to be like the rebuilding one on the other side of it? You know, like um, right. what, what are your thoughts on like, Oh what, man. Uh, you know, no, I hear you. I, hear, um, are we, I guess my, my, one of my main questions is like, are we going to see like a, a lot of new places take the, take like, uh, I either, either, I, I just wonder if like, if like, are there places that are going to open up as like a digital theater? Um, some places like will are, have been losing their spaces, but staying active as a web presence. Yeah. Um, you know, some, some, there are like, uh, um, Socially distanced improv uh, from Kim and Dana that uh, Kim we talked to early in the yep. season. Um, you know that 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 entity. Who knows if it like like might keep going yeah. as like a business or or whatever. And and then when it, when things do reopen up, as they inevitably will, um, is it going to be like okay, all of the improvisers that have been jonesing for that community and live theater experience, are they going to go to these fewer places or are we going to see places return or new places open up? What do you think is going to happen? Well, I, I really like this quote first. Um, so thank you for that, Kurt. I completely agree. Uh, yeah, the, Kurt, the theater Kurt says isn't a, a theater is good. Oh, uh, Kurt says a theater isn't a, a place. It's just people. I, I completely agree. Um, but there is comfort in, in, you know, in history within the walls of the buildings that we, we, we studied at and performed at. So, I mean, there's, there's that, that almost a muscle memory of what's it like to be on that stage 
that particular stage that you've you've been on a thousand times. Um, and I hope I hope uh, the people who lost their space find a new alternative and everything bounced back. I hope there's a surgence of people who want to go think, see things live when everything goes back to normal, just because it's something they haven't experienced in almost a year now. Um, I, I remember when the, I don't know if they opened up the movie theaters by you, but AMC was open up for like two weeks and it was full, you know, like not full, full. I mean, in, in, um, in a safe way, they, they were selling out. Reduced capacity. Reduce. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want you to think like there was like a line, like there's this a big Corona party so they can watch <laughs> new mutants or something. No, it was, you know, it was people want that. Uh, and, and I think it's always been true in history and during dire times, like entertainment is always the, the thing that thrives. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, so I think somebody's brought it up uh, in a previous conversation um, that, uh, yeah, in times of uh, the economy tanking, the two industries that go up are booze or bars, bars and entertainment. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that, that makes sense. You need distraction. Yeah. Um, it's a gallows humor. You got to let, let that tension out, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I hope there's a resurgence. And it would be cool to see like different offerings, but you know, I would like all the theaters that I love planet ant go and, and pointless to come back and you know, the, the many other ones across the country. And that would be cool. If people who had time off or had just, just time to learn some new skills, bring that to their theater or a new theater or whatever they want to do with it. It'd be cool to see how, how everybody has grown because we had to experience this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It'll, uh, I mean, I, things yeah. got to go back to normal eventually. Who knows? Right. You know, we, we yeah. can be hopeful it, about, about when, yeah. but I would actually like to watch to see how many, how many less podcasts there are after this, everything goes back to normal. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, 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 it's like, uh, it kind of reminds me of um, something like MySpace or, or live journal. Yeah. Not not for all the same reasons, but I, I have this thought every once in a while of like there's just some MySpace graveyard out there <laughs> of like um so many profiles that, that people made yeah. that are just inactive now. And and I feel like that will eventually happen for podcasts too, is that like, well, we back to normal, and then there's just like yeah. thousands and thousands of podcasts like that go dormant. Yeah, yeah, just out there um, in the podcast sphere. Um, yeah, I, but I, I, I think you're right. I think that, uh, people will, um, people definitely do want the live experience. And, um, although I, I think it'll be a cautious return, um, for a lot of people, uh, for theaters, um, I think that, um, people will be eager to safely do it I agree. and be on the other side of it. I agree. Um, yeah, I also know that uh, some theaters were doing like a um, hundred dollar rental. You can for for a hundred bucks at maybe AMC, you could rent a theater um, and play whatever movie you want uh, and bring up to twenty people. Um, okay, I, I think that James, in a world where you have like just a hundred dollars burning a hole in your pocket. You can rent a theater for for, for twenty a whole day. people though. You, you split that yeah, yeah. Ways, You got five bucks a person. <laughs> okay, I'm not. The, the question's not about the economics. The question is, <laughs> you have a movie theater twenty four hours to show any whatever movies you want, and, yeah. and nothing nothing's off the table. Any movie that has actually been filmed, pressed, released. That's how you make a movie. Uh, what movies <laughs> are you watching? Me. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Uh, man. I don't know. I'd probably watch uh, the Matrix trilogy and the Lord of the okay. Rings trilogy. <laughs> and All right. I, I, I would just, I, I guess I would just want to pick like the most epic, um, like, uh, you know, if you go on a road trip, you, yeah. you, you like, you go, I'm going to listen to a discography. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 So that's what I want to do is like, is like, what are, 
if we have a 24 hour lock in, in a movie theater, I'm definitely trying to pick the, uh, I probably do maybe like the, the Harry Potter movies or something or like, oh, or, that'd like be cool. or if I could just the, the whole series of like game of Thrones or something. I would do all the star Wars movies in order. Oh yeah, 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 in yeah. Story order, yeah. I in think story that, order, yeah. Or, or, or man, man, or maybe all the Marvels. Yeah, that would be, that'd be hard. Or just like the greatest hits, you know. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna switch to the Marvel movies. I would go. I would go the uh, Marvel universe, and, and I would. I would let the X Men in because. Um, of course. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what Marvel and Disney say, or whoever the owner parent companies are. To me. There was uh, yeah, one. I have a hundred dollars. I know I don't care what Dizzy says. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but I wonder. So I wonder if that's one one uh, one way that some theaters might be doing it because because right. there is something a little bit more. Um, again, it's, it's at this current moment, it's it's a different story because yeah. of the spiking and the uh, return of of like lockdown and home sheltering orders and all that. But as as the uh, new cases and everything ebb and yeah. flow, um, like it's, I think it, it sounds safer to me to be like twenty people I know, yeah, by by invitation only go to this movie theater in a giant room that we can spread out in. I would feel comfortable doing that, and maybe I might feel oh. comfortable even doing it in like a hundred person black box. Yeah, if if I knew twenty people who work from home and we can get tested everybody let's all go monday we all get tested and then sunday we all go see the movie after we get our results but we're, we're somewhat somewhat quarantined the entire time that'd be cool yeah 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 i think uh because i don't know like i think there would be interest if, if there, i've seen i've seen enough people on right. social media and and like conversation threads about this subject that that are like we would love to I, I miss this place I would love to go back yeah. like um should, should is it time to reopen and all that like I I don't want to push that to like like uh, no. the general yeah. public but I think there would be enough interest to be like um okay we'll do it for 10 15 people um and it's going to be this price basically a rental or a buyout um right. and 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 we'll do a show um well, and then and then it's a uh, I guess, you know, yeah. then it comes back to like the performer risk factor and all that. And it's, it's just too, there's too many variables to. Yeah. I mean, that's safely. what BJ said. And I completely agree. Like he, not only does he have to make business decisions, like everybody who works for him is his friend, you know, and I, I'm sure everybody, all the other theater owners feel the same way. Um, you, you know, these are your friends. These are people you came up with or, you know, people you trained, people you care about. So you don't want to, you don't want to put them in harm's way just so we can do a show. Uh, I, I honestly, PJ, or no, sorry, Pete and I uh, have been talking about this a lot. We, we still want to do snow day. We've been doing it for, this will be our 14th year. It, it has to be virtual. Uh, what does that look like? You know, what it's going to be interesting, you know, but yeah. now that he's getting so much better on the board, I'm not, you know, stressing out like I was uh, a couple months ago. So yeah, <laughs> Well, look, I don't, I, don't, I don't want to throw this wrench into, into your uh, thoughts on it, but like you can only put you can only put ten people in this in Streamyard, right? I don't know why that is, and I, yeah. I if the, that's my number one wish for Streamyard specifically is to increase the capacity of how many people you can have in the session because right. you can rotate people, uh, you know, in and out, yeah, f just fine. But you know, on right. Zoom. You, you can have like a hundred people on the same call. And it's like, yes. even 20 would go way farther than um, 10 on StreamYard. You know, that'd be nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to try to figure out anybody out there in on the internet who has suggestions on, on cool ideas for snow day. I'm listening because we're, 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 we're trying to put it together. Normally uh, in a normal year, we would already have submissions done. I would have been out there putting out flyers already. This is a, uh, this is, I'm already, you know, and I'm moving. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a fun on. day. Yeah, it's cool, man, though. It's, hey, this this is 2020. You know? well, are you taking, uh, I, I, well, let me ask, are, are you, wh where are you at it in the um, logistics of it? Like, are you at the place where you're at least taking on like volunteers or open to, to people who are interested in helping out with it? We, yeah, we've always, always taking on volunteers. But right now we're still in the planning phase. Um, we want to decide 
I think the big debate now is, do we still do the 24 hour thing? You know, because not every snow day has been 24 hours. And I don't know if it's you know, like even having a, a, a fundraiser during these times, is, it's kind of, you know, it doesn't feel that great because not everybody's working. So, you know. Yeah. And again, uh, the 24 hour thing has a little bit of a the part of that appeal is like the lock in feel yeah. of it, of being together. Um, uh, there was a bit me and Pete were doing where we're talking about he and I just lock ourselves and go for 24 hours as we, <laughs> as we broadcast this. That's funny. I think that's, I think, I think that's funny. I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards that. I don't know yeah. how, how Mally, Susie and Lily would feel about it, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, you could also do, um, you could also do multiple, you could do a, like a weekend though. You could basically do yeah. like a, like a snow day festival. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it'd be cool. Like, and then, you know, with, with, since we're video, uh, video stuff, we can do the best of. So take old clips and, you know, just have fun with it, you know, and just see what we can do. So like, these are the kind of things, you know, finding new ways to do stuff that means stuff. Yeah. I'm saying stuff a lot. Finding new ways to do traditional things, uh, is going to be a cool it is a cool thing that we're doing now. So I think that that's what keeps the community, you know, together and stuff like that. You know, I, I love a good tradition. So, yeah, I'm with you. And I think that's a good note to leave it on is, is uh, looking forward to snow day and, um, you know, figuring out how something that we've done for you guys have done for years um, is going to adapt to this medium and um, still find ways to, get together, do this thing for a good cause and keep the community thriving. Cause as, as Kurt said, it's not about the place. It's about the people. Yep. Uh, Peter, who's, who's been, all right. All right. <laughs> Hi Pete. <laughs> hey Pete. Right. Uh, pizza, pizza street stream yard is keeping it to 10 people for social distancing reasons. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I guess we're locking yourself in. We have a, we have a hashtag now, so Streamyard, that, Streamyard that's legit. Yeah. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's legit now. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, so, awesome. So that's it for this episode. Uh, you know, I'm glad that we talked through the the ups and downs of um, this ongoing situation that's mostly depressing. Yeah. Um, so uh, thanks for bearing with us as we do that. Uh, if you tuned in, um, Luane, thanks so much for your comments. And uh, thanks for leaving those resources. Uh, if you head to the comment threads on uh, Facebook for um, some recommendations on uh, 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 teachers resources um, and some open mics from Luane. Um, and uh, Kurt, thanks for joining. Pete, thanks for being here. Right. <laughs> Uh, and anybody who didn't have the opportunity to join us while we're live, please feel free to leave comments, questions. You know, we, we like to hear from you. It's a conversation. Let's keep the conversation going. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks so much uh, for tuning into Improv FAQ at length. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.